Greetings, and welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need. The need for speed. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Look. I'm coming to get you. Get busy living. Don't get busy dying. You are next. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Welcome into the Save by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noah Groniger, alongside Clint Schweitzer, and we continue to delve into Save by the Bell episode by episode, and today... It is Fatal Distraction. The title for this episode is a pun on the 1987 movie starring Michael Douglas and Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction. Uh, this is also the first time we get to meet uh, Rhonda Robastelli, one of our favorites. And uh, this episode actually has a lot going on. I don't know about you, Clint, uh, but this is one of those early episodes that I not only still find enjoyable, but memorable through the years. Yeah, this is a kind of a seminal moment for the show as it's really hitting its stride. Like we mentioned in a previous episode, fifty uh, percent of American females were watching Say by the Bell by this time, and this is a huge hit for Saturday mornings on NBC. Of course, we've talked to executive producer Peter Engel on this podcast, um, and we will be having him on for future ones, uh, certainly to talk about it. And we've uh, done that in our archives. Of course, this podcast, guys, is available on iTunes, on Spotify, and Google Play. So if you have a smartphone, you have this show. Hope you guys are enjoying the Say by Nostalgia podcast. Podcast as we continue to roll on here. I tell you, I'm just fresh off a trip to LA, Noah, just back from visiting Saved by the Max, which is about to close down the pop-up restaurant in Hollywood. I was able to go to it and check out all the scenes and, and uh, the set of the Max. It was surreal. And so I'm really immersed in the show as we've been watching. It was just kind of perfect timing that I wound up you know, going out there and uh, posing on the set, going into Zach's room, Mr. Belding's office. God, it was a surreal experience. They had all the props. They even had Becky the duck covered in oil, uh, a stuffed animal <laughs> in, in one of the lockers. So it was a great So experience. Zach went and dug her up and uh, put her in his, his locker. That makes sense. That's what we are uh, led to believe, of course. And um, I tell you what, yeah, you were talking about, um, you know, this one, Fatal, fatal Distraction is, like you said, a playoff of, you know, Fatal Attraction, which was a, a horrifying movie, and it's always kind of funny <laughs> to have lighthearted comedy TV shows that play off of things like that. But this one originally aired uh, September 9th, 1989, and uh, kind of re-immersed us in the kind of battle for Kelly's affection between Slater and Zack. So uh, this kind of starts off in the pilot episode, which we covered in our archives as the first episode of the show, as uh, you know, Slater being a new student at school, vying for Kelly's affection. Once again, there is a school dance at Bayside, of course, but it's girls' choice. So girls got have to ask. They both want to. Zach and Slater want to be asked by Kelly, uh, and kind of that's where we start off from. And uh, of course, uh, Rhonda Robustelli, who's uh, her first appearance on the show, uh, kind of has a has a plan. She wants Zach all to herself, man, and who can blame her? Absolutely. She's very aggressive in her way, chasing Zach throughout the school. But uh, like you said, it's the girl's choice uh, to ask the guys. And Zach uh, and Slater both waiting for Kelly to ask them. Zach turns down six girls. Slater says he turned down seven girls and a teacher, which back then, 1989, a funny joke back then. Uh, not so funny anymore with how true that it has become uh, in today's society. But uh, one thing, Zach was willing to give up Bon Jovi tickets to Lisa 
to learn who Kelly was taking to the dance. I find that unbelievable, unfathomable, and I must question Zach's judgment uh, after that, after the, you, give, giving away Bon Jovi tickets almost. No. Noah, you're talking about 1989, the height of Bon Jovi mania. Of course, they had just released the New Jersey album, huge hits on it, you know, Wanted Dead or Alive. Um, they, bon Jovi was uh, Bad Medicines on that album. Like, they were huge. You're not giving away two tickets to Bon Jovi. Uh, I mean, obviously, Zach lives in the Palisades, which is a ritzy area. You know, of, of L.A., so so maybe he just threw, threw you know threw those around. But man, you're not giving and away. He's bon already Jovi seen tickets. four shows already this <laughs> from Bon Jovi uh, it, somewhere in California. He's uh, the fifth show. I don't need to go to a fifth show. Lisa, you can have him. It's kind of a funny moment though, and uh, you see that a lot in this first season, like Zach giving up things. I think he even uh, gives away some MC Hammer tickets later on. So Zach's a frequent yeah. concert goer. He did. <laughs> he's going to miss the uh, the Bon Jovi New Jersey tour though, which I'm, you know, I don't think there's any girl really worth that. I'm just going to be honest. Like I just don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I, not even for for Kelly. I mean, it's it's a possibility, but um, <laughs> this is um, this is also uh, you know kind of switching gears as Dustin Diamond is still kind of he's he's not unbearable yet <laughs> he's got that funny moment of course he wants to go uh he wants to go with with lisa right so he dresses up as michael jackson and attempts to moonwalk across the famous uh, hallway set makes a pass at lisa and says i'm not like other boys kind of an awkward joke in it's, a it's actually a line uh, from the beginning of michael jackson's thriller uh, where he's sitting in the theater with his girlfriend and he's trying to tell her that he's a werewolf but in not so many words so he kind of says that I have to tell you, I'm not like other boys. That was, I, yeah, I thought that was enjoyable. He even had the glove and everything. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, this is also, you know, Lisa before that did make an awkward joke about having a crush on Michael Jackson. Uh, she, the, you know, she, they're having the slumber party. Zach and Screech have, have pl planted a microphone at the slumber party, which is very frequent, something we did a lot in high school. After Zach and Screech commit a breaking and entering into just yeah, after, <laughs> after a B and E, um, they, they, uh, Lisa makes that joke about, not a joke. She has a crush on Michael Jackson. It's kind of funny the way she talks about she having a crush on someone that's talented and light on their feet. And it's just kind of funny to think of Michael Jackson as some kind of a sex symbol in the eighties. I, I feel like, I don't know, I, it just maybe just knowing Michael and what he kind of became and how the public viewed him. It's odd to see him. Uh, around 1989, this would have been a couple years after Bad came out. But and then Kelly's choice of Dennis Quaid was a little, uh, I guess, better than Michael Jackson. And it was back in the 80s, so it makes it a little better. But I find Dennis Quaid to be an odd choice myself. Yeah, this, but I, thought, I think the slumber party is like a really cool scene. You know, it's just like that typical moment in high school where you do anything to find out what the girls are thinking about you. And like, of course, Zach, and Zach lives next door to, to, um, to Jesse, who's having the slumber party. So they bug it and they, they get all the info. But... The girls find it. The girls find the bug, and then they are set off knowing on something, a line that we're going to hear frequently throughout this show. Let's not get angry. Let's get even. Yeah, they're going to teach Zach <laughs> a lesson he won't forget, <laughs> right? That's That comes up a lot. So that's kind of what happens, and then it's uh, it's on from there. And it only the only way Saved by the Bell could do it, only Saved by the Bell could pull this off, kind of what happens next. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they come up with a plan for Kelly to pretend that when she likes boys— she gets these horrible headaches and they cover up the bug and then they it comes back and finally Zach and Screech can hear what they're saying again and uh, they're playing it. They're starting the scheme against Zach and they're saying, well, Kelly, you really like Zach. Yeah, but when I, I like a boy, I get these horrible headaches and, and then something horrible happens to the boy and then Jesse cuts the cord and it cuts off and 
Screech gives Zack a hug. He's scared for him. He doesn't think he's going to see his best friend ever again. And that just kind of leads into Zack going into Mr. Building's office, another B&E. Zack is just normalized to it now. It's just become a part of his daily life. He breaks into Mr. Building's office uh, to find Kelly's file in the file cabinet and sees that she's been in an institution for the criminally insane. <laughs> Mr. Building comes in and he's, no, Mr. Building, you don't understand. She gets these headaches in. And then Mr. Belding with a great line, they all get headaches, Morris. <laughs> I just love that. Just Mr. Belding, a great character, another great line. And Mr. he goes, Mr. Belding, my life is being threatened by one of your students. Just one, Morris? You're losing your touch. Who is it? Terrible Tommy Tanner, normal no-neck, Norman no-neck nunzio. And then he hears it's Kelly Kapowski. Mr. Belding does his famous laugh. <laughs> Kelly and the killer Kapowski. Yes. Like Kelly, yeah, that's great. And then you see... Slater shows up in the wheelchair. He's been brutalized by Kelly, apparently on a date gone wrong. And he says, it's humiliating, Zach. I should have been able to take her. I just, hilarity. I think this is just a great uh, sequence um, on the show. I just really memorable, stands out. And I thought it really holds up. Hilarious stuff. And of course it ends with Kelly cornering Zach with a baseball bat. And uh, I love this part. It gets him into a corner with the bat and says, I want you, Zach, not just for the dance, but forever. And my line of thinking is, Hallelujah. I don't care about anything to do with, you know, institutions, criminally insane, throw it all out the window. Kelly wants me forever and I am in. <laughs> Absolutely. You have to be in. You've got to take your chances. Yes, later didn't turn out so well. I'll, I'll try and duck and dodge a little better, but I get Kelly for life. This is what I've been pining for forever. Yeah, there's this little hiccup about her being criminally insane, but I'll take my chances. I finally get Kelly. She's agreed to it. Now let's go. Uh, but at the end of this, you've got Zach just deciding, just no, I can't be around Kelly, uh, and goes uh, with Rhonda Robustelli. She's got him in a fireman's carry. She puts him down, says, Mom's visiting Dad in the slammer, and we have the house all to ourselves. Oh, don't fade on me now, Zachy. I got big plans for us. Big plans? Yeah. Mom's visiting Dad in the slammer. <laughs> we got the house all to ourselves. Sorry, Rhonda, but uh, I have a curfew. I have to be home in 10 minutes. Well, that's all right. Oh. Zach said, I don't kiss on a first date. And I would like every girl that I might ever date in the future to just, if you ever tell me that you don't kiss on a first date, this will be my line to you. <laughs> How about a goodnight kiss? I have very strict rules about that. Uh, I don't kiss on the first date. Mm. Oh, lucky for us. Oh, I do. <laughs> Lucky for us, I do. <laughs> it's great. It's, it, it's funny because Rhonda, uh, I, I kind of find Rhonda Robustelli attractive. I'm just going to be honest. She's played by uh, Kristen Holmquist, very attractive actress. She's kind of a tomboy in the episode. And she, I think she adds a lot. I like, I like her, to be honest. And um, that, that was the, kind of that famous beginning where Zach's trying to hide from her. He's dressed like as an Arabian prince or something at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but I think she's attractive and it's like hey, mom's busy dad in the slammer inviting I mean, maybe just because she was kind of like very she, very mature looking and older like Zach's still kind of mid puberty and not really ready for something like that just Kelly's more sweet and innocent and taking things slow Rhonda is ready to jump right in and I respect her for it and I think I think Rhonda I would have gone with Rhonda myself I was I would have been okay with that. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's got their different ways of getting into someone's heart. Rhonda's got the aggressive approach, chasing around, throwing guys over her shoulder and carrying them off like in Caveman Days, except she's the woman playing the role of the caveman. Zach has his schemes, always trying to scheme and lie and con his way into Kelly's heart. 
And Screech goes with the annoying approach. I'm going to annoy Lisa every second of every day possible until she gives in and says, Screech, I can't deal with this anymore. Fine. I will marry you. Let's just, just please just stop asking me every single day. Well, I tell you what, we are wrapping up. Episode five of Saved by the Bell, Fatal Attraction. Uh, I almost said Fatal Attraction. We're going to have to review <laughs> that movie someday. So I get yes. out of my Fatal Distraction, episode five. Uh, when you look back on it, um, what do you, nostalgic thumbs up, thumbs in the middle. The show, to me, is kind of hitting its stride. I think this was a really good episode, a lot of um, great moments, things that stand out from my childhood and things that I think are still funny as, as an adult. It's, uh, I think it's a great episode, and the show is kind of hitting its stride to me at this point. I, I, we have had a couple of good episodes here. The Gift, uh, this one, Fatal Distraction, uh, The Gift we covered in our last podcast, but... And it is kind of hitting its strides, finding more of what it kind of wants to become and do. Uh, the bugging is great. The girls uh, sleep over. Uh, Mr. Belding's lines are getting funnier. Uh, they're coming up with just kind of fake names for different characters that are supposed to be other students in the school, uh, which are great. And uh, Ronda Robastelli we see multiple times is great. And so it is kind of finding its stride, but it's not there yet, as we'll see in our next episode we cover Screech's woman that it hasn't found its stride it hasn't found what it wants to do and it's just a blueprint show in and show out to keep pumping out uh, great episodes but we have had two strong ones in a row here and that is a good sign uh, for where things are going to go uh, with Saved by the Bell. No doubt about it, and we hope you're enjoying our retro review of Saved by the Bell. We are going episode by episode. No one has ever attempted this until the Saved by Nostalgia podcast did it right here. We've got executive producer Peter Engel coming on to do some episodes with us. We've got Troy Froman, who played Ox uh, in seasons four and five, going to be coming on to do some episodes with us later on. Guys, the website, savedbynostalgia.weebly.com. You can visit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We always have uh, nostalgic posts, great you know, interaction with people talking about things that they miss from yesteryear, not just movies and television, but pop culture, snacks, music, everything. That's what we do here. And uh, we want to, to encourage you to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play and Spotify. This podcast is available on all three. No excuse not to not to delve into it. Share it with your friends. And let people know that you are listening to this and that I hope you enjoy it. And if you have some movies or shows you want us to review, let us know that as well, Noah. We are available to do it all because we have no time. We have all the time in the world on our hands. We have no lives. <laughs> that is true. We have dedicated our lives to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. And here we are going episode by episode through Saved by the Bell. And although our name is Saved by Nostalgia and we're going over Saved by the Bell, we have so much more to come. Like Clint talked about movies, video games, music, toys. We are going to have it all covered for you. Just please hit us up. Search Saved by Nostalgia on all of your social media platforms and hit us up. We love the interaction. We love hearing and talking with you guys about stuff that maybe we didn't watch, the Thundercats of the world, the shows that really touched you and everyone's got a different one that is kind of unique to them. And we love to hear your story and your emotions and feelings going back and your nostalgic uh, feelings on your show or your movie that you love. So please keep that coming and Please stay tuned to our Save by Nostalgia podcast as we're going to be covering tons of stuff, and we'll see you next time.